Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. And welcome to Geek Town Radio. Uh, I'm Dave, and uh, this week I have Amanda with me. It's always amazing to be back. Looks it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's my jingle now. I want to incorporate that into my everyday life. Maybe if I enter a room, that'll start playing. That would be ideal. <laughs> you have to have it as a ringtone or something. I just do actually. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes, you're you're doing well. Yeah, I'm great. How are you? I'm I'm very well. It's been a while since you've been on. It has actually, hasn't it? I was thinking that the other day. Been We've break. both been very busy. You've been jet setting off to America and. Yes. I've been yes. pottering around also. So. <laughs> yes, yes. So what have you been up to? Um, what haven't I been up to? Um, <laughs> that, yeah. Last week I had a little trip to Bristol um, and saw Inside Out, oh, which cool. was amazing. It was so good. Um, oh, excellent. Amy Poehler was is just amazing. <laughs> so it was it was it was very very good. Um, definitely lived up to um, Pixar's standards. Another classic in the making, I think. Yes, they, yes. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I do want to see that. It looks looks really no, good. It's great. And there's, um, there's a character in there called um, Bing Bong, who's um, an imaginary friend. Um, and he's, right. he's a candy floss elephant slash um, <laughs> fox kind of creature. Then right. You can get the cuddly toys in the Disney store and he actually smells like candy floss. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> um, and then I went to the Lamez um, on the at the Queen's Theatre in London last week as well, which was incredible. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yes, cool. that's I, I love Lamez. I I mean I I've never seen it the musical, but I've seen the movie version. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd quite like to see that. On oh, stage. It's incredible! You need to go when um, Carrie Hope Fletcher is playing, and she's the resident Ethanine. Okay. She, she's amazing. Awesome. I, I that 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 sounds good. I will have to get that. I don't get down to London anywhere near enough. So, <laughs> so any excuse. Yes. Yes. So uh, they, um, you. So, what have you been up to other than amazing time in America? <laughs> yes, had a, had a very nice time in America. Um, uh, as as I said last week, you you were very happy to know I read a book. Yay! What did you read? <laughs> uh, Ready Player One. Okay, I haven't read that. Is, uh, um, I will have to lend you my copy because it's very good. Uh, it's it's uh, by a guy called Ernest Klein. Um, they're actually making a movie of it as well. Well, there is supposed to be a movie in development by Spielberg, um, uh, and it's it's about a uh, a sort of dystopian kind of future. Um, 
where the internet is is sort of a gaming platform essentially so they wear sort of full body suits and you kind of immerse yourself within it and it was sort of set up as a gaming thing but people started using it as a way of communicating and doing business transactions and that sort of stuff and it became basically the internet oh that's amazing Um, that's amazing so, so these, you can go in and travel to different worlds and different planets and, uh, you know, you kind of level up and get extra things and this sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, that's fantastic. And it's, it's kind of about, um, the, the guy that invented it sort of dies and sets up a competition, which, is where the winner will get like a shed load of money um, and um, uh, will get sort of access to certain things in within the the gaming platform and obviously it being such a major part of life now there are sister corporations that want to win you yeah. know so there's 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 sort of all that going on and it's it's basically kind of um Willy Wonka meets um, sort of Blade Runner, I guess. Yeah, it sounds a bit Hunger Games as well. Yeah, I guess there is a certain element of that to it as well, actually, yeah. So it's it's really, really good. Um, I'll have to check that out. I've I've got it up on Goodreads now. Um, Oh, cool. Yeah, it sounds really good. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely worth a worth a read through. The guy that wrote it's actually a screenplay writer. Oh, okay. Um, and this was, this was his first novel. I so, it would naturally lend itself to to. Yes, it is quite cinematic in the in the way that it's written as well. So it's uh, it's really good. So I read that while I was away. Um, there was a a Joss Sweden biography which I read as well, which I just finished last night. Um, which is is kind of interesting, but I knew quite a lot of the stuff anyway. So. <laughs> You know, being a kind of weeding nerd. So um, I'm reading Yes Please by Amy Poehler at the moment, and I'm right. finished that tonight. But um, there's a, a whole there's a whole few chapters dedicated to just Parks and Rec. Right. So as, as, a, as a fan, I was like, Oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's uh, that sounds really good. Um, what have you been watching TV wise? Um, not a lot, actually, to be honest. Um, which yeah, to be fair, there isn't that much around right yeah, now. Yeah, there isn't at the moment. Um, we've just sort of been re-watching episodes of 30 Rock and things like that. Things are a bit right. more easygoing and comedy. Just because there's, there's yeah. nothing that we're, we're particularly addicted to at the moment. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I kind of get that. Um, I There's a new show that's running on Dave at the moment called Last Man on Earth, um, which is, is, well, kind of about... A, the, the, a guy that's that's survived into comedy about a guy that uh, is is supposed to be the last man on earth and has sort of survived um, this this kind of apocalyptic event that's that's wiped out the entire planet. <laughs> um, and uh, you know he believes he's the last man on earth and he's like I'm going to get through this it's it's all great and then sort of six months later he's got like this huge shaggy beard and he's basically tried to kill himself um, and and as he tries to kill himself another car appears or a, a camp he sees a campfire on the horizon and it ends up going and meeting this woman who turns out to be one of the most irritating people on the oh, planet oh no is, is that played by <laughs> Kristen Shaw yes Shaw. yes and That's speaking awesome. of her. Um, yes. There might be a flight of the Concord movie in the works. Yes, that started. Um, I, that that is, I think I read just read today. It started filming. I think oh the flight God. of the Concord I'm movie. So excited. 
<laughs> so yes, that's that's definitely on its way. Um, which should be very cool. There's uh, that's that's been in the works for a very long time. Yeah. That actually, I've, I've given up on it, but um, hearing about it today has made me realise that it's actually happening. Yes, it is actually happening. Yes, right. Uh, they've, they've started writing it, I think. Yeah. I don't know if it's, it's not actually filming yet, but uh, so at least that's a start. Yeah. <laughs> Wait another 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yes, quite possibly. <laughs> they are moving quite slowly. Um, so I'll watch that. The other new thing was um, there's this thing on um, Sky One at the moment, which started earlier on in the week called Zoo, which is um, we were taking the mick of it out of it last week because it is the most preposterous um idea for a film because it's it's the idea is that the the animals um have had enough of the humans being in charge and and decide to fight back but it's not a comedy it's it's serious um so (laughs) so it's 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 kind of um it's one of those things you kind of got to go okay this is ridiculous but you kind of got to go with it you know it's based on a book i think so don't question anything (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, you know, so you've got kind of, um, they're, they're showing the world from various different points, um, like the two lions that escape a zoo in LA um, and, and start attacking people. Okay. There's, um, there's, there's lions, and then there's lions in, in a, a safari in Africa who are, are acting very oddly by, you know, you're getting... Um, whole groups of male lions together, which you never usually get, and they're hunting in packs and stuff. So, so there's there's that kind of stuff. So it's sort of interesting, but it is a completely preposterous <laughs> idea. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I, I quite enjoyed the first episode of that. Though it's yeah, I, but I did you enjoy it because it was genuinely good, or because you were mentally mystery um, science theater? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I, it's well done. Um, it's got uh, it's got some some people who have been in in various other kind of um, sci-fi related projects in it. So um, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I was kind of enjoying it, and you kind of just like I say, you've got to kind of just go. Look, I'm just going to go with yeah. it and see where it goes. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, but yeah, that was that was quite good. I uh, I I was quite enjoying that surprisingly. <laughs> Because I didn't think I would. I thought it was going to be slightly too ridiculous, but it, it's actually all right. So, yes, well, one worth to look out for. It's on uh, Sky One. I'm not entirely sure what day it's on, but it's on Sky One um, at the moment, if you uh, if you want to look that up. Um, so, yes, if there's, if there's nothing else you've been watching, we might as well yeah. move on to some news. Da, 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 the news. <laughs> I'll have to clip that as a jingle, man. <laughs> <laughs> So the news this week uh, is is very very Disney heavy for the simple reason, or Disney and Marvel and Lucasfilm because they're all kind of related. Because uh, in Anaheim in California, uh, where Disneyland is, they had D twenty three this week, which is their big Disney based conference or convention. Sorry. Um, and why wasn't I invited? Is what I was going to Yeah, I know that's that's one that I I will. Um, they all happen <laughs> fairly close to each other and. And I kind of need to need to get myself into a position where I can take like three months off and just go and live in California for three months. Oh my god, that's <laughs> I, that would be great because then you could do like Comic Con, you could hang around for a bit and then kind of you know go and do this oh and there's something else on as well. That's so, my dream. Yeah. They're all they're all kind of fairly close together. Why are they all in America? I, I know, it's kind of annoying. I mean they do do cons over here, but they're they're not, not they're not Comic-Con, kind of 
Yeah, it's not it's not the official kind of big Comic Con, yeah. and it's not the official kind of Disney thing. So, um, but I thought we'd go through some of the stuff that came out of that because there was quite a lot of stuff that came out over the weekend. So, um, let's start off with some of the stuff that is on their um, live action slate. So these are live action Disney films that are, are coming up um, in order of appearance the the first thing is a movie called The Finest Hours starring Chris Pine um, true story of the most daring rescue of in, in US Coast Guard history uh, it's due out in January they ran a trailer for it I think you can run the trailer online um, I'm sure it's fine <laughs> <laughs> but out of all the Disney movies that are around not exactly the most interesting one <laughs> Um, yeah, you can say that. There's, there's quite a few good actors in that one. Yeah, yeah. Brian and Casey Affleck, who are both very good. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure it'll be a fine movie. But it's not but, like but, the magic and the. Yeah, you know, it's and and it is sort of yes, it's a Disney movie, but it's one of those that that isn't. You know, it's not like a Disney movie. You yeah, know, there's I mean? not going to be any songs <laughs> and princesses, is there? Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's it's not what you what Disney is necessarily known for, but uh, but yeah, that that looked kind of uh, kind of good and interesting. <laughs> so there's there's that uh, first up. Um, next one though, next one's very Disney. Oh, uh, so it's, <laughs> it's the live action version of the Jungle Book. Um, there's actually two being made at the moment there's there's this one which is being made for disney and there's another one which is being made for i think it's warner brothers which andy circus is doing um called jungle book origins and that's coming um 2017 this is coming april next year uh so yeah this is this is their their live action version of of their classic cartoon um it's got the cast is just brilliant um absolutely stellar yeah, I've uh, had I get all of these people in the same place because uh, it's Disney and they have quite a lot of well, money, I guess. Um, Christopher Walken as King Louis, um, Idris Elba as Shere Khan, which is a brilliant bit of casting. Um, Ben Kinsley as Bagheera, um, Scarlett Johansson as Carr, which I think is a great bit of casting as well, and Bill Murray as Blue. Yes! He's so perfect as Baloo. <laughs> it's just brilliant. Um, and and there are going to have songs in it. Um, it's got some new songs going in, but they are keeping some of the classic songs as well. So you will get to hear Bill Murray singing Bare Necessities. Yes. Hopefully <laughs> Man's Red Fire is still in it. I, I would hope so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, it'd be worth the, the ticket price just to hear Bill Murray yeah. sing Cestis, I think. <laughs> I, you know, it. Uh, they've they've not released anything other than a poster for it at the moment, but uh, I, I'm, I am so looking forward to that coming back, coming out. You know, um, it, it looks um, immense, and and I mean, I know. I know Chris was very kind of, well, they're just remaking everything with live action versions. Well, yes, they are. But, but you know, if you've got a cast like that, how can you complain? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so I, I mean, I say that's live action. I, I guess it's going to be kind of photorealistic as opposed yeah. to doing that. Action. <laughs> Just sort of Christopher Walken in an ape suit. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> think that's quite like. So, uh, I don't know whether they're using performance catcher for that. Obviously, the Andy Circus one will definitely use performance yeah. catcher, but. Uh, um, so there's that coming up. Uh, the next one is Alice Through the Looking Glass, which is a sequel to the um, 2010 Tim Burton 
um, Alice in Wonderland movie. Tim Burton's not directing this one. It's going to be James Bobbin, who is the guy that directed the Muppets movie, which I actually saw while I was away for the first time, which was just brilliant. Isn't it amazing? I absolutely love the Muppets movie. Yeah, no, it was, it was fantastic, and the songs are just superb as well. I was I was sat in the pool watching that. <laughs> the, the, the Muppets <laughs> Most Wanted is really good as well. That one I haven't seen either. I'll have to look that up when it uh, when when it kind of crops up somewhere. Tina Fey but, and Ty Bernal are in that. Okay, very very good. But the, the cameos are amazing. Like, Ricky Gervais is in that. Yeah, one as well, uh, Lady isn't Gaga it? has a cameo. So does Usher. All <laughs> sorts of different people. And and of course, uh, in October there's a new Muppets TV series going. Yes. to Sky as well. So um, I yeah, I'm so looking forward to that yeah, coming out. They've, they've done little bits of trailers. There's a great little trailer with Miss Piggy complaining about Nathan Fillion because he's kind of stood in her eye line. <laughs> and, and, Amazing. And he sort of says, you're just too distracting. I'm saying, sorry, I'm making too much noise. And she's like, no, it's your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Go over there. Oh, that's amazing. I heard um, about the little PR stunt they did about Kermit and Miss Piggy getting divorced. Looking <laughs> yeah. up on Facebook. Yeah. Yes, I just just brilliant. They're they're doing um, they're doing some really A stuff with that. I'm I'm so looking forward to seeing that come out. Um, but yeah, the um, Alice through the Looking Glass movie. Um, it's got uh, same girl back for Alice. Um, it's got Johnny Depp back as Mad Hatter, Helen von Karner as the Red Queen, and Hathaway as the White Queen. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen is a new character called Time, whose powers allow Alice to visit Wonderland characters at different times in their lives. Oh, that's interesting. So that's that's a new character coming. I'm wondering in. whether um, Sasha Baron Cohen will have any scenes at all with the Red Queen because he's actually him her, him and Helena Baron Carter, I feel work so well together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well they they were together in Lame uh, in Lame Is, weren't yeah. they? Yes, the the film version of Lame Is. That's a great song as well in that. That's one of my favourites. Yeah, no, it's really good. Uh but that's you May twenty seventh next year. Um so that'll be another one to look out for. Um the next one is a movie called Pete's Dragon. Have you ever seen the original no, of this? No, I haven't actually. I know that Chris was complaining about it uh, yeah. yesterday. Um, right. I think I've seen bits and pieces of it, to be honest, as a, as a kid. I just yes. can't remember actually sitting down and watching the whole thing. It's it's one of those movies that just doesn't get much replay value, but um, I, I don't know, they, they just never seem to have, have put it back on. The original movie was made in 1977. It's um, uh, was, was about a child and his um, dragon friend, <laughs> sort of big friendly dragon. Um, and uh, it was it was an animated, like flat animated dragon in that. It was so beautifully done. Um, it was just, just a, a fantastic movie I remember from you know my kid you know my childhood yeah. it was it was kind of you know played quite a lot when I was really little um so they've got a new version of that obviously the dragon's going to be CGI this time uh but that's got Bryce Dallas Howard in it Carl Urban uh, Robert Redford Wes Bentley uh and um Oakley Fagel who played the young Eli Thompson in Boardwalk Empire he's playing Pete of oh, the, the, the sort of lead in it uh the little kid lead uh that's coming August next year so um again there's there's no kind of trailers or stuff around for it yet but um 
I'm I am quite looking forward to, to that coming out back because that could be a really interesting remake of, of that film. And it's, as I say, it's, it, the original doesn't get shown around a lot, so it's not one that people are kind of going to see see very much. It's it's people of my sort of age that remember the original but haven't seen it for years. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's nice to reintroduce a story like that too. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was a very sweet sort of story, you know, about this kid and his dragon, in sort of you know living in this like suburban area of uh, of America. That sounds so sweet. I'm definitely going to have to watch the original before it comes out. Yeah, yeah, that that's uh, if you can find it somewhere. I'm find it somewhere. Even though I'm going to scour eBay. Yes, quite possibly. Um, so there's that. There is um, a movie. Um, called The Queen of Katwe, who which stars uh, Lupita Nongowu, who... Uh, is spectacular. Yes, he's brilliant. She was in 12 Years a Slave, wasn't yeah. it? That's the first thing she was in. Oh, the first big thing she was in. Um, it's the true story of a girl from a poverty-stricken slums of rural Uganda who dreams of becoming a champion chess player, uh, which which doesn't <laughs> necessarily sound like the most exciting story, but uh, but um, Lupita's actually in um, three Disney movies because she's in this, she's playing... Uh, uh, Raskia in uh, the Jungle Book, and she's also in Star Wars. So, so she's got quite a busy, busy yes, year. Yes. Your head she's obviously she obviously paid off the right people at Disney because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she she's very popular with them at the moment. Um, so she's got that coming out. That's at some point next year. They haven't got a fixed date for that coming out yet. Um, moving back onto the the more traditional Disney stuff, Beauty and the Beast. Um, which is a live action version of the cartoon. Very um, excited about but, this. Which, again, I mean, the Beauty and the Beast soundtrack, the songs from that um, are just stunning. I've you, you can you can actually sit and kind of listen to that because it's so operatic, kind of going through there that. There, they're amazing. It, it, it worked beautifully that story just as just through the songs. Um, so it's fantastic. That's starring Emma Watson as Belle. Uh, um, casting choice, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, really good. Uh, Joss Gad as uh, LeFou, Luke Ed- Evans as Garçon. Um, it's got Kevin Klein in it, um, Ewan McGregor, Stanley Tucci, um, Emma Thompson, Ian McKellen, um, the, the whole load of, of other people as well. Um, just an amazing I, cast. Yeah, I mean, just just... An absolutely stunning cast. Again, as as with the Jungle Book, they really you know cast that very well. Uh, Alan Menken, who uh, won the Oscars for the best original score and best song, um, f- provides the score. I think he did the original song, so it's going to record. They're going to be making new recordings of the original songs, obviously with the new cast, um, and uh, they're going to be putting new songs in it as well. Um, so there's a whole load of, of stuff going for that. That's not coming until March twenty March seventeenth, twenty seventeen. They're they're releasing that. So it's a while off yet, but I am looking forward to that coming. That does look fantastic. I've been following the updates from that ever since they cast Emma Emma Watson. Yeah. I'm really sad like that. <laughs> it is one of my favourite Disney stories though. It, it is brilliant. Um, there, there was that. It's from that kind of classic period where you had um, Little Mermaid, that Aladdin. Yeah. 
yeah, they, they had that run and, and Lion King, and you know, and they had that run of of just superb animated uh, movies in the nineties. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm you know, it's it's a good one to transfer over. Then next we've got a sequel, uh, which is Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales. So it's another what Pirates. Are they, of the what number are they on now? Four. Considering that this is based on a ride. Yeah, yeah, no, they've got a lot of mileage out of it. It's, uh, um, yeah, well, it's just Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is is so likable in that role. Johnny Depp is Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Like every time uh, I think of him, I just think of of Captain Jack Sparrow, and it, it's bizarre because he's got so many iconic roles. Yeah, that the, the fact that that one stands out so much. Yeah, no, I mean that that is the thing that I mean will completely define him, and and it's it's the fact that he so loves doing it as yeah. well. I mean, he at the um, at D twenty three, he actually turned up in costume on stage in character. Amazing. As well. um, He's that quite uh, a lot actually, hasn't he? Yes, he he actually um, travels with um, the costume. Oh, I love that. The emergency <laughs> Jack Sparrow costume. <laughs> yeah, no. He, well, he travels with the costume because if he happens to be near a children's hospital, he'll just go down to the children's hospital and go and entertain the kids for a few hours. Oh, that's so lovely. So you know, and he'll just go down in character, and he'll just you know he'll kind of ring him up and say, "Do you mind if I come down and and, and entertain the children for a bit?" And and he just turns up and like does Jack Sparrow for a little while. Aww. It's fantastic. So yeah, he's a very 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 cool guy. Um. This has got new directors. It's directed by a couple of Norwegian female, um, filmmakers called uh, Espen Sandberg and Jochheim um, Ronin, the uh, the two guys. They've made uh, a Norwegian-language film, I think it was, called uh, Kontiki. Uh, they directed a few episodes of the Netflix series Marco Polo as well. Um, so they've not got a huge amount of things behind them, but Disney obviously sees something in them. Um, so Johnny Depp obviously back. Uh, Jeffrey Rush is returning as Captain Barbosa. Uh, Javier Bardem is uh, playing Captain Salazar in this. And the the big announcement when they were at uh, D twenty three is that Orlando Bloom is returning as Will Turner Excellent. as well. So uh, he's come back. Uh, that's due out July seventh, twenty seventeen. So you've got a little bit of a while to wait for that, but. Uh, but yes, if you like your cat Pirates of the Caribbean, um, that that should be a, it'd be interesting to see where that goes because it's a new director and it's a new take and you know slightly altered yeah. cast and stuff and you know so um, few movies which are supposed to be on their slate but weren't mentioned. Uh, Enchanted two. Oh, I loved Enchanted. Uh, we, Enchant the first Enchanted movie is just superb. Oh, it's a wonderful kind of and it's got again just amazing songs to it. So An amazing cast too. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant cast and so well put together and just a great kind of skewed look at that sort of Disney universe, you know, poking fun at themselves. <laughs> it's just wonderful. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, there's a, they've got a live action version of Dumbo in production. There's a live action version of Milan. That's another one of my absolute favourites. Um, there's a there's a sort of a, a live action kind of version of Winnie the Pooh. So that'll be a sort of 3D um, mix of live action and CGI. Amazing. They've got a version of Pinocchio in production. Um, they've got a live-action um, sort of Peter Pan thing called Tink, which is based around Tinkerbell. Uh, and they've got a Chippendale film as well. Oh, amazing. 
there's a whole load of stuff that's that's coming out. Those those weren't covered particularly, but they are, we know that they are on Disney slates. Uh, so yes, there's some some good stuff. Anything? What particular has leaped out at you from that? Um, Beauty and the Beast, definitely. Yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I I think Jungle yeah, Book. Yeah, J- Jungle Book. I'm really looking forward to. I think the ca- I think Jungle Book has the de- the best cast. Yeah, yeah, just phenomenal cast for that. I'm I'm quite interested to see how it gets pulled together and you know the live how the live action stuff works with the the animated stuff. You know, um. So yes, that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, so moving on from the live action stuff, the Disney Pixar stuff. Yay. The animation stuff, yes, which we all love. Um, first up is Pixar's next movie, which is actually due out in November. So this is very oh, soon. Oh, wow. I'm just like, this, start planning now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is The the Good Dinosaur. Um, I'm already involved. <laughs> the dinosaur <laughs> dinosaurs, in I'm into it. Uh, this has got uh, Sam Elliott, Anna Paquin, um, AJ Buckley um, voicing a group of, of T-Rexes. The idea is that it's an alternative timeline where the Earth was never hit by an asteroid and wiping out the dinosaurs, so they never became extinct. Uh, so it's uh, they've they've kind of grown into a into a proper full blown society. Um, it follows a young dinosaur uh, who loses his father because it's a Pixar movie, you know, so somebody has to die very early on. Uh, yeah, all the parents always die really early on. Uh, he he um, falls into a river and gets uh, knocked out by a rock and finds himself far away from home, so it's him trying to get back home. It's kind of finding Nemo, I guess, in with some dinosaurs. respects. With dinosaurs. Um, well, that sounds awesome. So, but uh, whilst he's finding his way back, he befriends a human cave boy named Spot. So, so the, the it's kind of a role reversal thing as well, mm. with with the, the 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 sort of cave boy being kind of the pet, the, the pet I guess, <laughs> having a pet human. So, uh, so that that looks quite good. I'm uh, I'm quite looking forward to to seeing that, and it's Pixar, so you know it's yeah. going to be good. They never fail. Yes. You're no, wrong. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, next one is called Zootopia. Um, that's um, the idea that uh, of a sort of modern mammal metropolis. Um, so it's a city made up of of animals, um, and yeah, they have kind of various different habitats set up in the city. So there's like Sahara Square and there's Tundra Town and there's. <laughs> Um, so there's animals from all, all different environments and they all live together. Um, the idea is that you can be kind of anything you want to be, but uh, then there's uh, an optimistic little rabbit called Judy Hopps, played by uh, Jennifer Goodwin from um, Once Upon a Time. I love that. Uh, she, yeah, she's brilliant. Um, she arrives to discover being first bunny on a police force of big, tough animals isn't so easy. Yeah. So she's determined to prove herself and jumps at the opportunity to crack a case, even though it means par- partnering with the fast-talking scam artist Fox and Nick Wilde, played by Jason Bateman, um, to solve the mystery. So that's due out in March next year. That sounds but, amazing. Uh, that does sound really good fun. I, I'm quite looking forward to that. That that re- That's... Uh, Definitely an interesting sounding yeah. concept. So, <laughs> um, yes, so um, City of Animals. <laughs> but that's Zootopia. Yeah, that's March next year. So there's there's that which is obviously a new property. <coughs> next, next one is um, Finding Dory. Yay! Which is like <laughs> 13 years. 
Yeah. So uh, obviously the follow-up to Finding Nemo um, has Ellen DeGeneres back as the voice of Dory and the other cast members, are, a lot of the other cast members are back as well. So it takes place after the first film, six months after the first film. Uh, Dory suddenly recalls her childhood memories, um, remembering something about the jewel of Monterey, California. So accompanied by Nemo and Marlene, she sets out to find a family. Oh, so that's sad. That sounds lovely. Um, yeah. So and it's and bound to be hilarious with obviously Ellen DeGeneres being back. Yes, and uh, th- this first movie again, just so brilliant. Um, so and picks. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I do sequels very, very well. Yeah. So. Uh, Toy Story proves. As, yes, as Toy Story proves. So we'll, uh, that's that's one I think that, and that's probably their um, one of their top three properties has to be yeah. in, in Pixar's top three movies. So um, hopefully the sequel lives up to the uh, Toy Story sequels. Um, there's next one is called Mohana. Um, and it's the tale of a Polynesian princess who defines her family to sail into the Pacific Ocean to explore. Uh, there she encounters the legendary demigod Maui, voiced by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> um, it's got uh, songs and uh, uh, music by Tony and Grammy Award winning composer, rapper and lyricist Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, that's due out um, November 23rd um, next year. So, um, yeah, that sounds more like your traditional Disney princess. Yeah, so definitely. That, and, and Dwayne Johnson's very good in these sorts of roles. Yes, and he's great at those, and he's got such an amazing voice. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, if, if you're going to pick anybody to play a demigod, you, you really, that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Pick the guy that's just played real-life Hercules in a movie. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? So, um, so yes, I think, I, think, uh, I think that could be a, a good one to watch out for. Um, then Toy Story 4. Is the I next could one? be ecstatic about this. I, I, I know what you mean. It, yeah. I feel like Toy Story 3 was perfection and yeah. ended so beautifully Yeah. that it's a bit like if they didn't out the Friends movie, I'd be excited about it, but I'd still feel a bit like they should have left it. It yeah. could completely prove me wrong because I've never seen a Pixar movie that I haven't adored. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's got John Lasseter back directing. Um, the plot is a love story about Woody and Buzz setting off into the woods. Uh, sorry, setting off into the world. <laughs> uh, it's a love story about Woody and Buzz setting off into the world to find uh, his love, Bo Peep. He's got a kind of um, relationship with Bo Peep. Um, Apparently, it's a storyline inspired by John Lasseter's own marriage. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> apparently. A bit deep for a Disney movie. 
Yeah. So, um, so yes, we'll see. I mean, I, it's a very risky prospect for them. So you've got to assume that they know what they're doing and, and it's, I think I'm just going to be proved horribly wrong because the Toy Story movies are complete perfection. And, yes. And because Toy Story was their first property with Disney that sort of set off the whole Disney Pixar thing anyway, that yeah. I doubt that they'd do something that would... Well, I mean, that's the interesting thing because there was, um, before the two of them kind of merged into the one company, before Disney and Pixar became one company, um there was a Toy Story 4 in development at Disney without Pixar. Oh, right. I didn't know that. Um, and because, um, you know, the, the, way, the way that Disney and Pixar came together, because Disney was struggling um, with, and they, 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 you know, they went through that kind of quite dodgy sort of patch. Yeah. Um, and Pixar were doing brilliantly and Disney was struggling a bit. And uh, what basically happened is... Um, they bought Pixar, but then put all the Pixar people in key positions at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> so John Lasseter kind of became head of animation, and, you know, and he's a, he's a Pixar person, but became head of animation at Disney. Um, and and uh, like the people ended up from Pixar ended up on the board at Disney. So, so it ended up, although it was basically like Disney paying Pixar to take over the company. <laughs> um, it, it, you know, it, it was a very odd. Uh, way of, of doing it but the first thing that John Lasseter did when he got there was completely shut down the toys, the Disney version of Toy Story 4 um, because he was basically like you know, we've had no involvement with this so you're not doing yeah. it um, and it's taken and that was however many years ago that was and then uh, it's taken until now for them to come back and, and do it again so um, so yes there has been that, that there were sort of in development previously, but uh, this is a completely different sort of thing for that. Um, so there, that's that's due out. Toy Story Four is due out June uh, twenty seventeen. Uh, there's then um, a movie called Coco, which uh, don't know an awful lot about. It's a Pixar movie. Uh, it's based on the Mexican celebration Day of the Dead celebrations. Um, due out November. Uh, 2017 uh, it's, a, it's a story of a kind of young boy and sort of mysticism and that sort of stuff apparently the, the little uh, sample post that they, they released for it is really pretty as well with all the sugar coal, sugar coal. yeah yeah, I mean, there's there's quite a lot to to work with with the Day of the Dead stuff because um, although it sounds kind of really grim, a lot of that stuff is like really colourful and you know it, it's it's got this kind of odd mysticism about it. But the you know the the actual artwork and stuff that goes with it is kind of really interesting and and different. And I I'm intrigued to see what they do with that because <laughs> um, that would be brilliant. Yeah, so there's that. Um, they've got a movie called Gigantic in the works, um, which is basically them doing Jack and the Beanstalk for the first time, because I don't think they've done Jack and, Be Jack and the Beanstalk before. No, I didn't think so. Um, the most exciting thing about this is the music's being written by the two people behind Frozen. Yeah! <laughs> so, uh, and it's it's directed by the by Nathan Grenko, who's the guy that directed Tangled. Oh, um, perfect already. 
so uh, uh, it's not due out until March 2018. Uh, so there's a few years off yet, but they've they've announced that they're doing that. Um, and I mean, the music from Frozen was absolutely perfect. So, uh, and if it's the guys doing the music from Frozen, they're also um, the Book of Mormon people. Oh my gosh, how funny! I really want to see that. Yeah, so, uh, the, well, that, that's the reason why Josh Gad ended up playing, um, Olaf, the, uh, was it Olaf the, the, the snowman? The snowman. Um, because he was in the Book of Mormon. Oh, that makes sense. Um, but yes, the, 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 the people that are responsible for the music for Book of Mormon are also responsible for the music in Fred. <laughs> uh, um, so yes, yes, that, that I think, um, I definitely want to watch out for, um, because that was just awesome. Yeah, fro- frozen. Regardless of whatever else you think of, and I'm sure there are some parents out there that are absolutely just sick of the sight of the uh, frozen at this point. But but uh, <laughs> the music is brilliant. Hey, so, it really uh, is. Yeah. Uh, so they've got that. Um, they also announced they're doing Incredibles two. Um, Amazing. Which, uh, I'm really glad which, for that. Uh, yeah, I mean, Incredibles. It was a great film. As many people have been saying with the the. Um, uh, horrendous reviews that Fantastic Four have got the best version of Fantastic Four we've ever seen on screen is the incredible. <laughs> um, so you know, um, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that because I loved the Incredibles movie. I thought it was brilliant. Um, just some wonderful inventions in that. Um, Cars three as well, uh, which I, honestly I haven't seen the other two. But, so, oh, okay. They're okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's they're one kind of slight misstep with the Cars movies. Yeah. They were in, they were kind of okay and very pretty, but the the ride um, there, there's a, a in California, a Disney's California Adventure, which is like the the other Disney park that they have next to Disneyland over there. Um, they've got a, a big ride. They basically created the whole Cars town. Oh, that's amazing. So and then there's a big Disney ride at the a big cars Disney ride at the end, um, where you actually get to go in the cars and they cast of um it's it's sort of a roller coastery type thing, but towards the end you and one of the other cars race each other. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's absolutely superb. I um I really enjoyed that. So uh, although I don't not really seen the movies, I the ride was fantastic. Um so there's that. Uh, there are also two others which they didn't mention, but we know they've got in development. Uh, Racket Ralph 2. That's very exciting. I absolutely loved Racket Ralph. So there's that and Frozen yeah. 2. Oh, <laughs> so they've got they've, they've apparently got those in development as well. So that's all oh, the. Gosh, uh, so much. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's all the Disney. That's all the Disney uh, live action and animated movies. A um, couple of other little bits because Disney also own a couple of other companies. Uh, Marvel. Yeah. Um, so Marvel next. Um, they showed a trailer for um, Captain America: Civil War, or rather, it wasn't so much a trailer; it was it was kind of clips of bits stuck together, um, rather than a full trailer. <laughs> and amazingly, it hasn't leaked. Oh, amazing! Uh, I mean, if you think think about Comic Con and how many things leak there, and I know this is a smaller convention, but I I don't know whether they had like it's a um, massive film you'd expect it to. Yeah, it's somebody. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, Twitter was going nuts because you know it was like a few hours after it had gone out, and people were saying, "Oh, there were footage, there were footage," and no footage came out at all. Nothing, not even like still shots or oh anything. Oh my gosh, I mean, that must be. Yeah, I, I, I must have put, like, stormtroopers yeah. or something. That's <laughs> I don't know. But, um, guns on them the entire time. 
Yeah, I, I don't know whether they, what they did, but um, yeah, really quite impressive that that hasn't leaked at all. There have been a few descriptions of it out there. Um, there's apparently a great sequence towards the end which uh, has uh, Scott Lang, Paul Rudd, as Ant-Man, completely fanboying over the fact that he's met, you know, meeting Captain America for the first time. Squeezing his muscles. <laughs> we haven't spoken about this, um, actually, have we? Um, what did you think of that, man? I really liked it. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but but I yes, really liked it. Good, good, good. I, I keep on meaning to go and see it, and I just haven't had the time because I've been away on holiday. I almost saw it while I was away, and, and just the timing didn't quite work out, but um, I'm I'm definitely going to go and see it because, you know, it's a Marvel yeah. film, and, I loved all of them. And, and a lot of people are saying that it's really good, so I'm I'm definitely uh, definitely one that I want to go and see. Um, they've also had the first shots of uh, Falcon's sidekick uh, which is, is a bird called Redwing um, and uh, I think he's actually a proper bird in the comic books but they've made him robotic in the uh, in, in the MCU so uh, which sort of makes sense yeah. so um, so they got those um, and then they had a couple of little bits from Doctor Strange as well, which is their other, other movie. Oh, yeah, um, Civil War's due out May next year, uh, May 6th next year. October next year, Doctor Strange comes out. Um, they confirmed that Tuatel Adjifor and Tilda Swinton have both joined the cast of Doctor Strange as Carl Mordo and uh, Tilda Swinton's playing the ancient one. Um and they showed off the designs for Benedict Cumberbatch's costume, and he did a little video presentation, which he opened by doing the um, the Vulcan salute and going, "Oh, sorry, wrong film." Uh, <laughs> it's quite funny. You can you can see the videos online they, they, of that because um, they they've what they tended what they did actually they were very clever. They put all the videos of you know the introductions and people being on stage and that sort of stuff on, but if they showed any footage, they chopped all the footage out. Mm. So you can find all the, all the kind of presentations and stuff. They're all up online. Um, so, yeah, worth going to look yeah, for. Well. Um, so those were the two main bits from the Marvel presentation. And the last bit is, is this little company they bought called Lucasfilm. It's a um, tiny little indie <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not really, you know, not famous for anything <laughs> other than Star Wars. Um, so, yeah, Star Wars Force Awakens. Um Again, they they didn't. I don't think they showed any new footage um, while they were there. They did reveal a new poster, um, which had one huge kind of thing in it, which we hadn't seen before. Which was uh, John Bidea's, um character Finn is holding a blue lightsaber, which looks distinctly like Anakin Skywalker's Luke Skywalker's. Um, uh, a lightsaber which was last seen attached to Luke's hand falling out of a window in Cloud City. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's kind of interesting as just knowing there's a bit more, uh, uh, you know, a bit more about it. The poster they revealed as well is uh, designed by uh, Drew St- Struzan, who's the guy that uh, did all the original Star Wars posters and the indie posters, so you, it's that style. Yeah, it's very iconic, um, isn't it? It, it already looks yeah, like yeah. a... One of the original posters. Yeah, he does. The only weird thing I found about it is Harrison Ford looks a bit wedged on. Yeah, he does a bit. Oh, we forgot Harrison Ford. Yeah, he's like... 
It's like they did it, and then uh, and, and then he, somebody came along, and went uh, well because Harrison Ford turned up, uh, they, you know, um, which is odd as well because Harrison's railed against like having anything to do with Star Wars for so long, um, and, and he obviously had a really good experience um, doing the Force Awakens, and and I mean that's certainly what he seems to be saying in the panels. I mean I know he kind of has to say that in the panels, but it seems that he had quite a good experience doing it. So that's you know, good. I mean that's where. Uh, he was and he's, and he's wasn't like, it? So yeah, he was. I mean, you know, Star Wars for him. Yeah, he, he owes his he basically owes his career to yeah. it, and uh, you know, so uh, it's it's good that he's come back and he's supporting it and that sort of stuff. But it does look slightly like they designed the poster and he handed the poster in and they went, actually, Harrison Ford's going to be there, so can you put Harrison Ford on? And then kind of wedged him on the bottom. Yeah, it's but, going, where, where's there's some free space? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but that was a special poster which um, everybody at D23 got copies of, apparently. So, um, so that was that was quite cool. Um, so that was the Force Awakens. Uh, they also spoke a little bit about Rogue One um, and showed an image from that as well. So there was a cast photo from that, but there wasn't an awful lot else other than that. Um, so you've got just in case you're wondering what the order of this is. December 18th is the date for your calendar for Force Awakens, if you don't know that already. Um, Rogue One is due December next year. Um, episode 8, which is by Ryan Johnson, um, that's due in May um, May 26th, 2017. That's June. Then there's a Han Solo Origins movie, um, which is directed by uh, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, who are the guys behind the Lego movie. Um, that's due out in May 2018. Uh, then the other thing they announced was um, Colin Trevorrow, who is the director from um, the Smash It Jurassic World. Uh, he will be directing episode nine, um, and that's due out in 2019. Amazing. They've got a good set of directors there too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they seem to have, have found a, a fairly decent set of people to to run it. Um, so that's what to look out for for the Star Wars movies. There's kind of one a year, essentially, which is what they've said. But they're, they're kind of December, May, December, May. Um, the other enormous news was the fact, which we I kind of knew must be happening because it's Disney, and why wouldn't you? Um, they're building a Star Wars land in both uh, Anaheim at, at Disneyland in California and also in Florida at Disney World. Well, this is amazing because Greg <laughs> might actually want to go to Disney World with me now. I'd be like, come on, the Star Wars. You'll have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know when they're going to have finished them, but they look incredible. I mean, there's there's a couple of visuals that they've done, which I, I, I mean, I know they're visuals, but... It um, just looks incredible. And, I mean, I, I was saying, uh, I think last week, when I was over um, at Universal um, last, a few weeks ago, uh, they're actually building a full-blown Hogwarts in the middle of Universal. Um, and, you know, I, it was all boarded up, but you could see it coming out of the top, and that looks incredible. And you kind of think, well, if they can build Hogwarts at Universal, Disney must be able to build, yeah. like, an incredible sort of... And, and, of course, I went to Secret Cinema a few um, months back as well. So, uh, and, and this sounds very much like a huge-scale version of the Secret Cinema kind of experience so the idea is that they're going to build um 
these two worlds, one in one in California, one in Florida, uh, they're going to be 14 acres each. Uh, wow. It's going to based on a new planet. Uh, it's the idea is it's a remote trading post and one of the last stops before you, you sort of get into the wild space. Um, but the whole place will be populated with Star Wars characters um, who will be in character all the time. Uh, they'll be wandering around. You'll see aliens and you know people dressed up in outfits. Um, they're going to have two signatures attractions, one of which will allow you to take control of the Millennium Falcon and go on a customized secret mission. Um, and, and you'll end up in the middle of this big um, battle. Uh I, I just, I, I I'm so, <laughs> I'm, I'm so going to that when it opens. <laughs> I may, may do a trip to like California and then go and do yeah. do a trip to Florida. I just, I have to. Yeah, no, that, that it just sounds amazing. amazing. So yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to, to uh, seeing those come to fruition whenever that is. Hopefully, they're not going to take too long to build it, but uh, I'm sure it'll be. Uh, you know, I suspect it'll be a couple of years before we see it. I can imagine least, me and you in the office just having like a countdown calendar. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost there. We've only got to wait another year. Start saving. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so so that's definitely one to look forward to, and even more reason to badger your parents if you're if you're a young child to go and uh, go and holiday in America. So um, yes, definitely uh, definitely worth uh, worth going to. So that's that pretty much rounds up um, all the Disney news uh, <laughs> for this week. Next up, we've got uh, just a few air date updates. Air date updates. <laughs> I'm so going to clip those and use them. <laughs> oh, no, I got my thumb into. <laughs> Air dates. Um, first up, X Factor is returning, um, as you would very oh, much expect. I mean, it's pretty uh, soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, although, yeah, it means Christmas is soon. Um, <laughs> Uh, that will be coming. Uh, I, I've got it on the twenty eighth, but I actually think it's the twenty ninth because I think the twenty eighth is yes, it's Friday. So yes, it's twenty ninth um, of August that arrives. Uh, so eight pm, uh, new panel. Um, with Nick what's Grimshaw? his face? Yeah, with Nick Grimshaw. Which, uh, oh, I like Grimmy. Yeah, you're 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 young enough to like Grimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't listen to him every morning. Then I don't think I'd like him as much. Well, yes, quite possibly. Um, so, yes, that's it. Uh, who's the other one? Um, Rita Ora, is she in it? Or is yeah, Rita yeah. Ora, because she like jumps ships. Is... Yeah. How can they um, show up very well together? They did the, the Teen Awards, I think, a couple of years. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's, 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 she jumps ship. I think she probably made the right yeah, decision. Yeah, I think jump. so. You've got the choice between the voice and the X Factor. Yeah, well, what, one, the voice is never, I don't know why the BBC are still running it. And, and, and you, you don't upset Sir Tom Jones. No, That's, you don't. Because if you, I mean, you, obviously you've, for those who haven't seen the news this week, they told Tom Jones he wasn't coming back one day before they announced who the new panel was going to be. And they replaced him with Boy George. Uh -huh. And, and I, I, I slightly feel a bit sorry for Boy George there. Yeah, because, I do, because there's going to be a, this horrible witch hunt for him now. Like, you upset I, Tom Jones. I wasn't really. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, and it wasn't really his no, fault. No, like, you know, He got off his job. He had it. He had it. Knowing, I, why have they replaced him? Have they they said why or no? I, they've not really said. Have they either, done the usual Alicia Dixon strictly come dancing thing? 
Well, quite They're possibly. Age it, now. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, it, it's, a, it's an odd choice, and they handled it very badly. It is, because it's, for me, Tom Jones is the only credible voice on that show. <laughs> He's the only one that's had a, a, a massive career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that was... Not the boy George had them. Like, I really like boy George, too. But. No, no, but, I, you know, he's no Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I do feel a bit sorry for them on that. But, uh, but yeah, so I think she probably made the right decision jumping. Um, so, yes, X Factor, anyway, back with, with all its usual kind of trappings, I suspect. Uh, oh, you've got no, no Dermot O'Leary as well this oh, time, because he's been replaced, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, who's, who's replacing Dermot? Um, hasn't they got two people replacing him? Isn't it? Oh, Again, I haven't really been following the X Factor. I think isn't it Ollie and um, Ollie Murs? Ollie, and there's a girl as well. Caroline uh, Flack. She yes, yeah. could be Caroline Flack. Maybe the extra factor. I think. Yeah, so I think maybe it's those two taking over the main kind of thing. But um, yeah, I wish them that as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, so. Change it all, change. We'll see how it, uh, how that works out for them and see whether it boosts the ratings, which is what it's designed to do. Um, so there's that on on entirely the opposite end of the scale. Um, there is a a thing called Renaissance uh, coming to more four. It's a historical drama um, that charts the lives of na- Nazi occupied France. Oh, theory. Um, yes. You can t- I copied this off the site, and and you can tell Andrew wrote it because it was said at the time of writing it could not be confirmed whether or not the plot would centre upon a portrait of the foreign Madonna with the big boobies. Which, <laughs> uh, so, if you don't get that re- reference, ask your parents. Uh, <laughs> um, so there's that uh, last man on earth, which we mentioned earlier, uh, runs on Dave. Currently running season one. Um, Season two, uh, they've actually fast-tracked and will air, now air 24 hours after the US. Um, and that's coming 28th of September at 9pm. Uh, and I, it's honestly, it's really good. Uh, definitely worth um, going to watch. So uh, there's that coming back. Um, Suspects, which is the Channel 5 uh, police drama, that's returning in September. Um You've got, uh, oh yeah, this was another good story as well. Um, Talking Dead, which uh, is the discussion show for Walking Dead, uh, which they they aired the final episode of it after Walking Dead, after the finale of of Walking Dead last season. Um, And uh, they've obviously decided it worked because they announced that uh, Talking Dead is coming back. Uh, after Walking Dead now. So that will be the 12th of October at 10pm, which means Walking Dead's moved forward slightly, so it's now on at 9pm. I don't know whether you saw any of that. No, I haven't. I haven't. I really like the the, um, discussion shows, though, when they're done well. Yeah, it's uh, it's sort of like the, you know the one that that uh, uh, is it Mel Mel or Sue? I can't remember whoever it is that does it after Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, yeah, Sue Perkins, I think. Sue yeah, Perkins, she's great. Is. Um, so it's and Chris Hardwick's fantastic, um, really, really good as well. Uh, so uh, he does the show, the, the Walking Dead show in America. I think he did. I think he does a Game of, show, of Thrones one. He did. I think they did a Sons of Anarchy one as well, actually. Um, so they they do these these after the the shows, um, but. Uh, he's fantastic, so so I'm I'm uh, looking forward to seeing more of that, and you get to see more behind the scenes and that sort of stuff. Uh, so that's coming 12th of October. 
the affair season two is coming to Sky Atlantic, um, which is is that back again, which is about an affair. I didn't see the first season, so I don't know whether it's any good or not. From Luther's in it. Yeah, uh, and uh, I can't think of the guy's name, but uh, yeah, so uh, so that's back. Uh, there's a, a new show called You, Me and the Apocalypse starting in September on Sky One. It's a Sky NBC co-production. Um, it's a comedy about the end of the world. Um, it's got uh, Matthew Bannon in it, who was uh, in The Wrong Man's and is in Yonderland. He's part of the, uh, the team from Yonderland. Um Pulling Quirk is in it. Rob Lowe is in it randomly. Uh, Jennifer Fish. Yeah, I think he's brilliant though. Yeah, oh, Rob Lowe's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know. That's uh, uh, as I say, Sky MP- uh, NBC co-production. Um, it'd be interesting to see how well that works. <laughs> It's distinctly British, I believe. So oh, it'll, it's a, it's definitely a sort of British-based thing. So. Um, the f- original French version of um, The Returned is coming back to Channel 4 for season two some point in the autumn, but we don't have an exact date for that yet. Uh, and there's The Man in High Castle, which is coming on the 20th of November to Amazon Prime. Um, this is based on the Philip K. Dick novel. It's... Um, a series about uh, a sort of alternative timeline where the Nazis won the war um, and the country's kind of been split in two. So Germany have got one half and it's based in the US. So Germany have got one half of the country and Japan have got the other half. Um, it's produced by Amazon with uh, Ridley Scott after they kind of piloted it. Um, it was one of the things that came out of their pilots. Uh, but Based on the Philip Edit novel sounds quite good. Yeah, and with Ridley Scott on board as well. With Ridley Scott on board, so so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. That's uh, 20th of November. That comes. Um, and then a few things for uh, TV next week. Um, you've got uh, middle season six part three starting. I know there's been a lot of back and forth on the site about this, but uh, yeah, 19th of August. I think we finally figured out that that's coming back uh, at 6 p.m. Um, they split it into three parts for some reason, but yes, season six, part three is coming back for that. Um, Teen Mum 2 starts on the 19th of August. That's at 8 p.m. if you're into that sort of thing. Um, the Americans season three, uh, which used to run on ITV, is now running on ITV Encore. That starts on the 19th of August at 10 p.m. That's a great series. It's well worth watching. Um, I think they've been running the first couple of seasons as well. Um, on Sky. You may they may be kicking around on their box sets actually as well, I'm not sure. Um so but worth looking at. It's a brilliant um Cold War espionage kind of drama about a, a group of Russians that were embedded into America and kind of completely consumed by American sort of life and culture but still feeding intel back to Russia. <laughs> Um, really it's it's fantastic it's based on the real life events of a family that they a few years ago they discovered were russian spies who were completely americanized but, but were, were still, <laughs> we're still russian spies we're still russian spies yeah um and then bad robots which uh returns for a second season on e4 and that's on the 25th of august at 10 p.m and that's everything for this week um so Hope you've enjoyed your first time back for after after a bit of a break. Yeah, it's been amazing. And what, what a time to come back. 
Yes, full of Disney stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to go and watch, binge watch a ton of Disney movies now. <laughs> I think I might do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will. I will wait to see you in the office tomorrow singing Disney songs. Um, like every day for me. <laughs> Chris is going to be so happy about yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, if you uh, want any more information, you can uh, find us at geektown.co.uk. You can email us at uh, podcast at geektown.co.uk. Uh, you can leave us a message on the website on the post. You can find us on Twitter at geektown or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash. That's everything. I shall see you next week. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.